the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and Chrissy Van. That's me. And we're taking you on a little off-roading. And every single week, we're going to be joined by our dope friend, Rochelle from True Grit Moto. Woo! Hey, I floss. <laughs> and every week, we are going to ask each other stupid questions, and we're going to answer them. And why, you may ask? Because we can. All right. This is your Motivation. Off-road edition. I love this question because it's, I'm always, okay, just to preface this question, right? That's a word preface. Ooh, yep, it is. Okay. I'm nervous. I'm nervous when I do it, but when I do it, I always think I'm going to win. Uh, do you know what I mean? Okay. Nope. Do you play the lottery and have you ever won? <clears throat> uh, no, I do not play the lottery. And so obviously, no, I have never won. I have had people buy them and gift them for me. And I'm like, all right, cool. But one of the, there's two reasons I do not really like them, if you will. One is the exact reason you just said. There's this weird excitement that you get around it. And then you genuinely for a moment believe you're going to win it. And then you start thinking of all the things you're going to do with it. And now you're like actually hoping that you're going to win it and all these things. And then when you don't, you're like, uh, which is insanity because the odds of you winning it are so insane that yeah. so put yourself through an emotional roller coaster like that for something that's so like, you know, I just I'm just like, I think there's elsewhere to put the energies into than that. Mm. But also, I don't know if I actually ever would want to actually win the lottery because when you come into money hard and fast like that, and people look at it as like it's a luck thing rather than an earned thing or a work towards thing, people also then feel entitled to that money too. And you mm-hmm. can't unsee those parts of your family and friends if they show up in the weird little parts of ourselves that are there for a lot of people. And I would rather not know that version of my friends and family. And so it's a weird. What if you could just not tell them? What if you? What I if would you just, just buy like- new friends and family. Yeah, I would just be like, <laughs> hey. all my riches. Yeah. <laughs> There's people I saw a thing on TV not long ago where someone had a a, um, a full blown mask on, like a hooded mask. Yeah, accepted on television because they didn't want people to know their their um, identity. That's so, smart. Yeah, and like that's what I would do for sure. Right, so the woodworks they just want something from you. So absolutely, being anonymous. And, yeah, so it's one of those. But I really don't actually like that. You know uh, that weird. Um, almost denial hot or unreal. I don't know what you'd call it. Just that's like, like it's, high you get from it. That's not yeah. weirdly real. It's almost like a, doing a drug that you're just like, oh, there's a crash after that. And that's a weird one. Cause why did oh, I, yeah. reason why there's gambling addictions. It is basically the same. Yes. <laughs> I hi. spent a week working at shoppers drug mart <laughs> just one week. It's all I survived. It's all you it. need, <laughs> you know, and literally you would have people that would come in and buy like huge mounds of scratch tickets and then take mm. them to the side and they wouldn't even do the game. Like, you know, when you get one as a gift and you're like, fun, a crossword. Yeah. No, <laughs> they would go straight for the barcode and then be back. What? Yeah. And them all. And then if there was something, buy more, buy more. And like they'd hang out for 10, 15 minutes and then for that hit. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, I know that they do that when you play like the, when you go to like a, a bar and you have like the pull tickets or whatever. Oh, and yeah. you, yeah, there's, you know, there's a place in Gig Harbor. I know this is weird. Gig Harbor, where it's literally pull tabs. It's like the pull tab place. They've got like 150 buckets of different pull tabs that you can get. And it's got on there, like everybody that's won the most, how much they won. Like it's, it's so pointed at people like, oh, that's gross. 
Yeah, the place is just stocked full of people just doing pull tabs, and they're just like, <sighs> like zombies. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> I had an ex that was like really addicted to slots and stuff. Um, it was very wow. weird experience. We were, and this is a guy that I like dated for three and a half years, and we would go into casinos, and he could not help himself, and he'd make deals okay. like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to spend this, and then he, you know, and we get in the fight. I go like wait in the car for like an hour, and he yeah. come out, and he would like he would end up losing like his rent money and shit. And I, oh I, like, my I, just God. Didn't really, I didn't really understand. I knew there was an issue and I was just like, you have a problem. And he was just like, Oh, come off it. You know, but he but would did just you get like, to eat at the free buffet that no. you were spending all your money. Yeah. At the- oh. No, where we went, we didn't get it. When we went to the casinos, they didn't offer you free shit. They just took your money. And if we wanted yeah. extra, that was a cost, but like picture being also in like our small town, little, like real small town, like where he grew up real stuff small town bars just sitting at a at the pool whatever you call them the slot machines slots yeah yeah and i'm just like sitting there and i'm 17 and i'm like i don't this doesn't feel right <laughs> like, this, this isn't feel for like me, my friday man. night <laughs> oh how old was he oh he would have been 19 when we started dating to like 23 oh, so he's starting pretty young getting yeah into his his brother was the same they were like amazing dudes like awesome awesome people but there was an addiction there you know like yeah. Yeah. it wasn't anything against their character it was an addiction they both had it it was weird to yeah. watch so brutal anyways you guys lottery tickets do you i'm like a christmas gifter so i'll normally buy my husband if Christmas falls on a draw, mm. like a 24th or 25th. I'll put one in the old stocking. That's a cool. And then idea. the only uh-huh. other time that I'm like a consumer of them is if I'm somewhere really obscure. Like if I've had to fill up gas in like Caramios or like oh, yeah. up in like far Northern. Cause I'm always like, it's always weird little towns. that <laughs> yeah. win. So I'm like, maybe this is the place kind of thing. So it'll be an impulsive purchase in a strange land. But I will say I will never gift a lottery ticket to anyone aside from my husband or like in a case they win to my sister. And then you'll be pissing yeah. like back to me. I'm mm. not a good enough person to be like, I'm so happy for you. Can you imagine? <laughs> I would be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. I would never get over it. I would be the piece of shit person that the winner has that totally turns. And they're like, it's like, I didn't know you at all. <laughs> right. Like, or you'd be like, that. so I get asked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like sign it on the back of the ticket. Like it's a gift, but kind of right. And they give you like, they win like 25 million. And then they're like, here, this is for you. And there's an envelope and a card. And you're just like, oh my God. Okay. This is going to be a check for some big money. And it's like 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Couldn't live it just with says it. thank so you. I'll never yeah. gift it beyond like, honestly, even like a $10,000. So I don't think I'm a good enough of a person that's like, yay, good for you. I would be like, I bought that. And now I'm upset. I'm glad you brought that up because if I've ever bought, or if I ever buy one, um, I don't want to now buy one for anybody else because of that reason, because I never fully thought that through. I didn't right? think about that one. That either. would torment my life. I yeah. just, I don't just torment my days. <laughs> so I used to love giving lottery tickets. Now I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't realize the consequences. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, they're not going to (laughs) win. Sorry, anybody I bought a lottery ticket for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, No, I'm not a lottery ticket purchaser. I don't think I've ever bought one where you have to choose numbers, but it just made me think of one was bought for me once. And and it was actually really smart 
method of um, trying to ask someone out. I was working at a clothing store. Oh, I love this. And this guy came in and um, he'd come in and looked around. I was, I think, 19 at the time. And I looked around and then he left and then he came back and he walked up to my till and he put a lottery ticket in front of me. And he said, if this wins, you have to take me out for dinner. And if it loses, then I'm taking you out for dinner. <gasps> oh, brilliant. Yes. I know. And it worked. I didn't. Did you win. go on a date? I did. Yeah. Well done. Well, well done. him. That's amazing. Piece of shit, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> oh. But win on the ass. creative. I'm always oh, yeah. quite impressed. And so, uh, yeah, I ended up going out with him. I, I'm oh, surprised yeah, that fantastic. all of us don't play the lottery. I, I like usually you get a group of five people and like four people and they'll play, but not one of us is interested in it. I love, I love that actually. I do too, I because I think we all kind of look at life a little bit more through the lens of not luck, but creating your experience and creating yes. your luck and creating your versus yeah. relying on some magical thing to swoop in and change your life. We're very yeah. active of like, I'll change my own damn life. I'll make my own damn money. And like, yeah, all the, especially in our housing crisis, it'd be nice to be able to just like come in. But it's also one of those things where like, I also don't want to put my energy into like going down lanes of like empty hope. Yeah. Like yeah. Weird, weird lanes that you're just like, yeah. Sorry for anyone that's listening. That's they're like, thank God, they're God like, you're that's not a weird. Thing. <laughs> like, I want. Is there something wrong with me? And I'm like, only half sees. Yeah, there's yeah. something. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just uh, none of us have won, obviously. So all Clearly. the more power to you, people. Yeah, leaves more <laughs> chance for you guys. Just look at it that way. If you're, you're welcome, not, you're welcome. Is what we're trying to say. <laughs> Uh, tell us, you have a mystery question for Ooh, us. Yeah. Mystery. Mystery guest. Okay. Um, okay. Have you been put under like anesthesia and Ooh. what was your experience going under or coming out of it? Oh, no, we missed one. Do you answer your own question? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You haven't answered it. Yes, you do. I thought about it. I'm like, I have one. Yes, girl. I'm so curious about all of yours. Um, Mine, so my like greatest fear has always been to be put under and cut open. Just scares the bejesus out of me. And I don't oh, know. Greatest fear. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. I was always so, so, so afraid of it. So um, when my appendix decided to rupture, fun fact on the exact same day as our friend Kim. Um, <laughs> so weird. It was the weirdest thing. Both got our appendix out together on a Friday. Anyway, um, I, I was so afraid of it that I was almost trying to barter with the doctor, even though I know that there's no... <laughs> I know I'm a nurse. Like, come on. I was like, are you sure I can't just do a round of IV antibiotics? Like, are you sure I can't, I can't you can't. And he was like, come on. Like, you know, yeah, you know, they went to put me under and I went into full panic and I just sat up on the bed and I was like, I, I can't like just full panic. And so oh, eventually no. I laid down and they went to put, you know, they, they go to put you out and she goes, so you're a nurse. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, really? Like, I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, what do you do? And I said, oh, I work on a street team and it's called. And I, eh, I was out. Yeah. Like, I work in so emergency surgery. And they're like, right? she needs to never work in that again. <laughs> and then when I woke up, the first thing I asked was if they were able to do it laparoscopically or not. I wanted to know if they had fully chopped me open or if they had done three little incisions and done it that way, which is way better for scarring. And she went, oh, yeah, it was laparoscopically. And I was like, thank you. And went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. 
when you were saying about like, oh, I have this like deep fear and I was freaking out. I was like, I didn't have it before, but now I do when my nurse friend talks Sorry. about having this fear. Now I'm like, it's like if a pilot's like, yeah, you know, I have a deep fear of flying. You're like, well, now I do. <laughs> does he know that if you're afraid to fly, I, you know, things I don't know. Yeah. I think but I'm going to take your word for it. If you know too much, it's better I to know. know. It's better to know less. It's a less is more situation. Yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. One of them. <laughs> I'd be that person that gets the utensil like sewn back up in them or in ourselves. <laughs> We're better in your abdomen. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oof, we've left a spatula in there. <laughs> spatula. <laughs> Wrong profession. Anywho. Okay. Are we ready? This one is, yeah. this one's going to search your soul. So get excited. Oh, shit. Would you rather be put in a cage with a grizzly bear or a tank with a bull shark? <sighs> I have grizzly bear. <laughs> grizzly bear? There's 100%. Why? I mean, a bull shark, I guess they don't really attack you, right? No, they absolutely, they're, they're the, they get a lot of times <laughs> for the, um, the great whites, the bull sharks are the, actually the ones that are the most aggressive. I'm glad we had this conversation now. So Rochelle doesn't go on vacation and they'd be like, watch out. There's bull sharks in there. Bull sharks. No problem. Like <laughs> go for a swim and never hear from me again. Never felt so Oh, I'm just going to go up and pet that guy. Cause I heard he's super safe. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be underwater. I don't like being in water. So are you out in the open here? Or are you in a cage? You're in a tank or you're a in cage. a cage or a tank. Together with them. Yeah. Together. You're not in like a shark tank. You know what nope. I mean? You're you are it. like you're in the cage. You're up in it. Yeah. You're in it. Exposed. Oof. I think I could reason with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I am so with you because honestly, I was like grizzly for sure for that same reason. Like start out, stand up, make yourself seem tall. Eventually yeah. befriend the grizzly. Before you know it, the grizzly's like, let's snuggle. We start a life together. We make weird grizzly human babies. Like there's a whole I mean, and shit. how long are we in this cage? Are we Oatmeal and shit? Goldilocks. <laughs> cozy, you got a cozy bed, got a little bed, got a big bed. You, you make a groom in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hibernate for the winter, what are, you know? Yeah. What about you, Chels? Bull shark, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I have a big fascination with sharks. Like, I'm mm. sure being ripped apart by one would be pretty gnarly. But uh, I always think of that movie, The Revenant, with the bear, with Leonardo DiCaprio. And he rips that man to shit. But mm. repeatedly, like, it's a game. Like, it looks like the worst torture of all time. So that image in my head, I'm like, nah, I'll take my chances with the shark. <laughs> Her faces. You hit them hard enough right between the eyes. <laughs> Apparently, sharks, you can, like, kind of stun them. But, like, yeah. I mean, I'd be dead for sure. If you flip them on their backs, they go par- paralysis. But they definitely are a little big. I'm not sure Good how. Good luck flipping the ball shark. Right? Just, 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 just Lori and I Casual. Like, oh, like, none of this films. <laughs> You know, Leonardo DiCaprio did a movie with a shark as well as a bull. So, or a bear. What? what movie? The, uh, the, whatever she said, the reverend. And then the, uh, the beach. The beach? He's with a shark in the beach? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. Right. The shark almost kills him and it makes him famous. Right, and right, the, right. He gets a tooth and, oh, and all, and he, and, he, and he was like, oh, yeah. And then the shark came up to me and, and then I, and then we met eyes and he like talks about it like it's some spiritual moment, but really he just freaks the shit out and then just gets a good luck stab in. See, he survived the shark, but not the grizzly. Mm. I'm on to something. Mm. If Leo says so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Chrissy, what's your answer? Well, I kind of hopped on the grizzly train. Oh, right. you, were gonna go. Go. Right. you had babies. I forgot you had yeah. goddamn babies. Do you even listen? 
<clears throat> no. I was I was picturing lovemaking to the shark. Yeah, when she does. Seriously, what would you pick, Laura? So I kind of went down two different avenues. I was like, all right, I would probably choose the bear because the bear I'm on ground, and so I don't have to like think about surviving the bear, yeah, the shark and the water because I could drown. Yeah. But then mm. I was also like, that's a nightmare because you just are like, how long are you in the cages? How long are you in the tanks for? So I was like. I could just drown myself before I get killed or ripped apart by anyone, which might be an easier death. But then I was like, am I trying to live or am I trying to die? Which is also oh. weird because this was my question. Mm-hmm. So I should have. <laughs> you should know. You should know. And so I landed, I landed on the bear because I thought kind of the same thing of like, there's a chance I could just play dead and be ignored or at least like rolled around a bit but there's a better chance of survival on ground than in water. Cause at some point, either the shark's going to kill me or I'm going to drown from exhaustion. Mm, just lay on my back at the top and just hope he thinks I'm a floating log. <laughs> <laughs> and then they test you. Don't they like yeah. poke you and test you to see yeah. what you're. A lot of times like... they'll like only take a bite. They say, because they're seeing if you're actual food or not, but they don't actually like the taste of us. So a lot of times, if you're bit by a shark, you're not eaten by a shark. You're just bit by a shark and then they bleed out. And then they're like, oh, blood. And then they're like, no, this, this meat is needs to be tenderized. Just like, but you have to go through like good. rejection to be like, I don't even taste good. Like those are yeah. your last moments. Like the shark didn't even want me. Yes. <laughs> what was the point of my existence? What was the point? <laughs> if I'm not at least sustenance. All right, Chrissy. Chrissy, Chrissy, what career would someone have to have to make you absolutely not want to date them? Uh, uh, The person who does the stuff for a funeral when the bodies are done. Mortician? Why? Yeah. I I would always be worried that I would smell it. Oh. Oh, I'm a huge smell person. Yeah. I thought we were going to go ghosts. Yeah, but uh, also that—that's yeah. Well, if they were like a ghost hunter, I'd be like, "Can I come?" <laughs> I don't need to sleep for weeks. I want to be a part of this. But if they were like, if it had to do with smells, you know, like if they were like they picked up dead animals on the side yeah. of the road, or like they don't like it. They gotta smell good all the time. Right. That's my piece. That's a good one. Thank you. Mine would be a professional athlete. Uh because there's a good chance they're just going to cheat on your ass. I know that's a very stereotypical answer, but it's very true. And so I I would just, it would be the hardest thing in the world to trust them. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then also the amount that they're on the road traveling that like you fully come second to all of it. No, just no that, or like, it seems like a hard left, but real estate agents that are like really, really talented at what they do because they have to be on call all all the time. time. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you're doing, you get interrupted by it and your life is that phone quite your, you know, your livelihood. So I would have a really hard time ever dating or ambitious realtor because they, you know, like I have friends that like know how to set boundaries around it, but they live in places where you can and people understand it. But then there's like certain cities and certain places where like, you could lose tremendous amounts of business if you are just not like boom right there, boom right there on the phone. Totally. That's a good one. Chelsea. Um, I think if it were 
someone that was involved in, say, like politics that I really don't mm. believe in. Like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. If it was, you know, on the or politics in general. Yeah, probably <sighs> politics in general, but especially if it was like, you know, someone that is on the stance of like hoorah guns and no gay marriage and like fuck the homeless and like didn't care about if it was anything of yeah. that big. No, big. No, yeah. even if just belief systems. Yeah. <laughs> no, or no. someone who was like <laughs> extremely religious. I wouldn't fly for. Oh, me. that's another you know, one. Pastor, right? That's a good one. Like the rich ones that are like, come get a membership to my church. Yeah. No offense to anybody who's religious out there. but I mean, it just wouldn't work for me. And like all the people that are closest to me, it just like wouldn't land. Right. Those are good ones. Yeah. So mine would be a divorce lawyer. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah! Primarily, like you ever see those commercials, and they're like, "Has your spouse blah blah blah?" Like, and they're just always like a bit gnarly and ruthless. Like, be so jaded, make a yeah. life out of like ruining some other half person. Yes, life. and imagine Finding if you had to divorce that person. Yes, and like <laughs> digging through texts, and I feel like they would have this insatiable bias that you like always preparing a case out of you being like, I'm going to get this bitch. Yeah. Or like always like, Oh, I know what she's doing. I've seen so many people do this. And you're like, no, I really was out for coffee with a friend. And they're yeah, like, they're like nah, 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 you know, like that's what, Oh, that all of those are good last answers. Week and he yeah. better around. call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, those are, are all great good answers. And that was a great done. question. Well done squad. Well done squad. That was good. Okay, Rochelle. Oh, I'm going to hear the question, then I'm going to pee, but you continue while I do that. Okay, this question is... Um, have you ever had chaffy nipples? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. So chafe, have you ever had <laughs> chafed nipple? Okay. So this is why I bring this up because this weekend when we went camping up at Sloquette, yeah. I, you know, I ran around pretty well all one whole day with just a shirt on and, and my nipple, my left nipple chafed, like it was so bad. And then it was just the worst for the rest of the time. I just, I was just so aware of it and, and it was just horrible. So I, I didn't know what to do with it. Put a band. So a lot of runners, they put, they put like yeah. band aid over their nipples because they get nipple chafe when they run. So like, that's a big runner thing. And really? I really, yeah. And tell so, me one of you have seen the office episode where it's the marathon and Andy gets chafed nipples and they're bleeding. Someone out there listening will know what I mean. Oh my gosh. My family yes. will know what I, mean. I don't remember, but I'm going to watch it now. I love the oh, office. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. It, I've had it only once and yeah. it's, um, because anything that goes against it up, you kind of have to like uh, put a bandaid on it until it heals when you, whenever you have to wear a shirt. Cause every time anything touches it, it's it it's just like, ah, ah, like any, yeah. yeah. I sounded, what was that? Ah, was that the chickeny bird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that chickchaga meeting called the chickcheny. Chickchaga. It's horrible. Horrible. Okay, so it makes my so nipples you've had right it. now. You've had I just want once I've had it. I can't remember why, but I did. Right. What about you guys? No. Also hard no. Like I've definitely plucked a unsavory hair off of right. them, but 
<laughs> I mean, don't pretend that there's not a rogue nip hair that gets out there every. It's the I love how we I see have... like one rogue hair nip. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. there is a bushel. Mine's yeah, mine's, mine's like, like mine's mine's terrible. I'm not pretending a anything. Bushel. Right? Yeah, a bushel. Yeah, like heck... you can see it in your bra. Oh, You're like. <laughs> Or her hair on my neck. <laughs> oh, I've taken pictures before where I'm like, eh, look at that. It's attached. I get a chin hair at least once a month now. And it's oh, yeah. wiry and it's white. And I'm just like, well, that's a permanent thing. It looks like it's just a part of my being from now on. Okay, I have a whole bunch. In fact, I caught them on fire this weekend. And what, was what was that about? <laughs> I saw that. Megan was like, my partner was like, you look like you actually have a full, real curly beard coming in right now. And I was like, <laughs> sick. <laughs> How did it catch on fire? I just got too close to the fire. And I got my eyebrows, my eyelashes, and my chin hair. For sure. I know. I was like, I was like oh, that really it was so hot. I was like, what's that smell? Your face. <laughs> your face. <laughs> it was my freaking face. And I was like, oh, babe. Quite did literally I burn something? On fire. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was so funny, though. It smelled so bad. Yeah. It's yeah. all those moments that I think you guys can agree that in your back of your head, you're like, oh, man, that happened. And then almost instantly, you're like, oh, another story for the fucking back pocket. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm almost ha- like, I, you're just like, oh, but then seconds later, you're like, oh, worth it. <laughs> like, yeah. worth it. I wouldn't do it on purpose, but I'm glad it happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Chelsea, your next step, I think. Oh, what was even the question again? Oh, the chafy nipples. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I said oh, no. Right, we finished it. right, right, right. So we got Chelsea, it's your question. Do right? you even listen? Yeah. Do you even listen? <laughs> you just went off roading with the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and myself, Chrissy Van. And of course, a special thank you to Rochelle from True Get Moto. Whoop, boss it. Never miss an episode by hitting like or subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram, a motivation podcast, and visit our website at themotivation.com. And in the meantime, full tags, full throttle. I think this is good though. It's like healthy, you know, like people will be like, oh my God, I don't what? floss. <laughs> floss to be so hard not to laugh to get through this intro. <laughs> <laughs>